Hi, my name is Cade, and this is Our Lifeguard, a podcast where I talk about pretty much everything, but try and do it through the mindset of our own personal lifeguard, Jesus. This is season one, episode 13, and it is continuing our study through Mark. We will be in chapter two of Mark, and with all this said, let's dive in. So, like I said, this is a continuation of our study through Mark. And so we, we will be starting in chapter 2, and I'll be reading verses 1 through 12, which say, When he entered Capernaum, again after some days it was reported that he was at home. So many people gathered together that there was no more room, not even in the doorway, and he was speaking the message to them. Then they came to him, bringing a paralytic carried by four men. Since they were not able to bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, they removed the roof above where he was, and when they had broken through, they lowered the mat on which the paralytic was lying. Seeing their faith, Jesus told the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. But some of the scribes were sitting there thinking to themselves, why does he speak like this? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Right away, Jesus understood in his spirit what they were thinking, like this within themselves, and said to them, why are you thinking these things in your heart? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or get up, pick up your mat, and walk. But so you know that the God of man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he told the paralytic. I tell you, get up, pick up your mat, and go home. Immediately, he got up, picked up the mat, and went out from everyone. As a result, they were all astounded and gave glory to God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. Now, that's a lot. First off, that's that's a lot. And there's a lot I want to unpack here, and so I'm going to try and do it to the best of my ability. And the first thing that I want to point out is in verse 5. Which says, seeing their faith, Jesus told the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. I don't think Jesus was going to heal him. At least it doesn't seem like that. He wasn't going to heal him unless the Pharisees thought what they thought. Because it says... But some of the scribes were sitting there thinking to themselves, why does he speak like this? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Right away, Jesus understood what they were thinking. And he asked, why, they're, why are they thinking this? And he asked them, which is easier to say? And then he said, but so you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He healed him. See, he said, but so you would know talking to the Pharisees. He wasn't talking to the man. He was talking to the Pharisees. He said, But so you would know, the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. 
he told the paralytic, I tell you, get up, pick up your mat, and go home. That wasn't for the man, that was for the Pharisees. And the point that I want to get across here is Jesus' forgiveness is enough. It's enough. We don't need any more than Jesus' forgiveness. We don't need to be healed to be free. Jesus' forgiveness is what frees us. And I think a lot of times we get confused. I think a lot of times we think that, oh, we'll be free when we're healed from this sin. When this sin is removed, that's when we'll be healed. But we see with this man, this man wasn't even, Jesus didn't plan on healing him. He wasn't going to heal him. He was going to forgive him. Because that's, that's where freedom comes from, is, is from forgiveness. We think that we have to be perfect to be forgiven. But I think that we're forgiven so that we can be perfect. That's why we were forgiven, so that we can enter into heaven. So that's one of the points I wanted to get across. Now, another thing that I wanted to point out is in verse 11, Jesus tells the paralytic, I tell you, get up, pick up your mat, and go home. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting he told him to pick up his mat. Why would he have him pick up the mat? Like, what was the point of having him pick up his mat? Right? There has to be a point to that. And that's what, that's, that's what I was thinking is, is, is what's the point to having him pick up his mat? I was thinking about that. And I think that the mat is a symbol of his old ways. He used to be on the mat, right? He used to be paralyzed. He used to be on the mat. That used to be something he was on. And when he gets healed, he's no longer on the mat anymore. He's no longer on it. But when we're healed and things are removed, it doesn't mean that they're not gone. See, we can be freed from something but that doesn't mean we won't still struggle. We're freed every day. You can go five years without watching pornography and then watch it one day. Does that mean you weren't freed? No. It just means you stumbled. It just means you messed up. And I think he took... I think Jesus told him to take the mat because he could find other people like him and be like, hey, I used to be like you. Look at this mat. This is proof that I was like you. Now get on. And I'll sh show you why I'm not anymore. The mat is a tool To help the people that were like that are like you, 
see, there's these sins that we have in our lives. And when we meet Jesus and he frees us from those things, I think a lot of times we try to spend all this time trying to forget about that sin. Forget, just, I just need to forget that I did that. I just need to to just erase that from my mind. That's, that, that's not a part of my life anymore. And yes, the sin itself, the act of the sin, is no longer a part of your life. But the things you did always will be. Now, I'm not saying this to, to shame you. I'm saying it because God works for the good of those who love him. God tur- God uses everything for the good and the glory of his kingdom. And the act of that sin is no longer a part of your life. But because you did that sin, you're going to be able to help people who do that sin. Because some, it's going to be hard for somebody who hasn't watched pornography to talk to somebody who has and help them through that. Because it's going to be hard for somebody who hasn't done drugs to help administer to somebody who has. Because it's going to be hard for somebody hasn't physically harmed themselves to help and talk to somebody who has. Now that doesn't mean you shouldn't. That doesn't mean you shouldn't try to help if you haven't struggled with those things. But I'm saying that because you've people have done those things, because you've done those things, it's going to be easier for you to talk to those kinds of people because you know what it feels like. You know what it feels like to want to go on a website you shouldn't late at night. You know what it feels like When everything around you seems to be going to hell and you don't feel anything and you just want to feel something, so you hurt yourself. Or any other situation, you know what it feels like to be in that situation. So you're able to help other people with that situation. And I also think there's another reason that he has the mat, that he walks around with the mat. And I think it's because if you saw somebody who was paralyzed, and back then, most of the time, paralyzed people would sit in front of places people would walk by every day, like the temple or something, so that... When people would walk by, they could ask for money. And you can't ask a lot of people for money if you're sitting by somewhere. Nobody goes. So when you're paralyzed, you'd usually sit somewhere where a lot of people go. So a lot of, I'm assuming, a lot of people knew this man was paralyzed. 
And when the next day, when one day they see him paralyzed, and the next day they see him walking and holding the mat he used to lay on, they're going to ask, hey, why aren't you on that mat anymore? It's going to be the same with us. People are going to be like, hey, didn't you used to cuss? Why don't you cuss anymore? Hey, didn't you used to have sex all the time? Why didn't you have sex anymore? Hey, didn't you used to do this? Why don't you do this anymore? And I think a part of us at first is going to be like, oh, no, and deny that we did those things. But I think that real freedom comes when we're able to look those people in the face and say, yes, I did that. Now let me tell you why I don't anymore. And that's going to have a bigger impact than denying it. That's going to have a bigger impact than anything else, in my opinion. And I think that we shouldn't be ashamed of the mat. And the mat represents the things we've done in the past. The places we've messed up. Times when we've fallen and couldn't get up. The mat represents where those around us had to carry us. It represents this moment, this time in our life that we're not proud of, and a lot of times we don't want to talk about. But I don't think we should be ashamed of the mat. Because the mat, that's where Jesus meets us. When we're on the mat, that's when Jesus heals us. And there's no time you'll be on the mat and you'll come to Jesus or your friends will lower you through the roof to Jesus and Jesus won't heal you. Or should I say he won't forgive you. There's no time he won't forgive you. Every time he will forgive you. So keep in mind... That when you come to Jesus on the mat and he forgives you, but you came to him thinking, oh, I'm going to come to Jesus and I'm going to be able to walk again. I'm going to be able to get up and I'm going to be able to walk again and I won't struggle with this anymore. And when, when you come to Jesus and Jesus says, son, daughter, your sins are forgiven and he doesn't do anything else. Don't get upset because he didn't do what you wanted him to do. Because then you're just going to be back on the mat again. If you have a mindset like that, you're going to be back on the mat again. And you're going to come back. And it's going to be a continuous cycle until you realize 
that Jesus' forgiveness is enough. Because this, it's enough for you, and it's enough for everybody else in the world. And there is no person God can't forgive. And that includes you. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed and were able to get something out of it. I'd love to hear what you thought, what you liked, what you didn't, any critiques or criticisms. I'd love to hear it all. You can DM me on Instagram at KateTheLifeGuard. I release episodes every Saturday. The reason I'm releasing an episode on a Tuesday is because I couldn't release an episode this past Saturday. I had a lot going on, and I just didn't have time to record. But I release episodes every Saturday, and this next Saturday, I will be continuing our study through Mark. I do a chapter in Mark every week, and I think Mark is extremely powerful. And the things I talk about are just pieces of Mark. There is so much in Mark, and just in the first two chapters. And there's so much that I've wanted to talk about, but I had to just focus on one thing, because I can't spend 87 weeks on, on one book as much as I'd like to. But I will be talking on Mark chapter 3 next week, and if you want to read Mark, you should. And I hope you get something out of it, and I hope to see you next Saturday. Bye.